Hello and welcome to Calling All Cars from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Calling All Cars, a copyrighted program created by Rio Grande. Los Angeles County Sheriff's Office calling all cards. Attention all sheriff's cards to broadcast 282 regarding a murder. Assist the Baldwin Park officer. That's all. Rosenberg. Thank you. 
modest Baldwin Park home in March of 1934, Mrs. Mac Nelson is just finishing dressing as her husband comes to the bedroom door. He watches her a moment and then speaks. Barry. Yes, Matt? Did you really mean what you said last night? Yes, Matt. I meant it. Okay. What are you doing, Matt? Just pour myself a little drink. Goodbye. Goodbye, Matt. Poor old Matt. Hi, sis. <laughs> Hello, Mary. Well, if it isn't my two little brothers. Aren't you late? No, we're early. School doesn't start for ten minutes. Sure. we got plenty of time. Hey, what's that? Oh, just some grape juice that Mac and I had last night. You want some? Sure. Me too. I asked first. Oh, boy. You can have a drink first, Alvin, and then you, Billy. There, smarty. Why, Elvin, what's the matter? You let me have that glass. <laughs> Oof, no wonder. It turned as bitter as gall. Oh, shucks. You're both sissy. Here, give it to me. I'll drink oh, it. Oh, I wouldn't, Billy. Go on, Mary. Let him have it. He just wants to show off. Oh, yeah? Now watch me. No, no. That's enough, Billy. It's too good of a drink. Hmm. That wasn't bad. You're both sissy. And you'll both be dunces if you don't hurry. It's about time for that bell. Yeah, we'd better run, Billy. Okay. Uh, goodbye, sis. So long, Mary. Now, city hard, both of you. Come on, give it to me. Give it to me. Sock it home. Gee, it hurts worse. Honest, it does. 
We better take him to the principal's office. Yeah, please, Sam, give us a lift, will you? Put him, take him inside? Yeah, come on. Okay. You take his right arm and I'll take his left. Okay. You grab his seat. Okay. Oh, boy, this way. Hey, now. Hey, don't drop him there. Be careful. Does that hurt, Billy? I, I don't know. Watch him. I don't care. Yeah, all right, Billy. You'll be all right. The principal will know what to do. Sure. Oh, hey, here comes Miss Hendrickson. Oh, boy. Billy get hurt? Billy here's got a stomachache. A stomachache? Oh, well, bring him into my office, boys, and I'll have him feeling good as new in a jiffy. Yeah. I'll fix something right away. Yeah. You hear that, Billy? The nurse is going to make you feel all right. Gee, it hurts something awful. Just like a red-hot poker right down the middle of me. Oh, you just ate too much breakfast, that's all. I did the same thing once. Yeah. Now, hey, uh, 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 where do you want him, Miss Hendrickson? Over on the couch. <laughs> Be careful there. Yeah. All right. Now, Billy. Billy, your pulse is way too high. Your face is quite flush. Tell me, Billy, what did you eat for breakfast? No contaminated and toast and... Maybe a little coffee, just like always. Nothing else? No candy or fruit? <laughs> no. Mm. That shouldn't hurt you. Not that kind of breakfast. <laughs> Here, Billy. Here's some citrus and magnesia. Just take it and pretend it's lemonade. Now, that's a good boy. Gee, <laughs> it, it hurts to swallow, Miss Henry. Now, don't try to talk, Billy. <laughs> just lie quiet and you'll feel better in a few minutes. <laughs> You've had a chance to do some good. Will he be all right, Miss Henderson? I think so, Alvin. But his face is so red. Has he got a fever? A little, but don't worry. Billy, Billy, what's the matter? Don't you feel any better? No, Miss Henderson. I heard all over. Billy. Billy. His face is all out of shape. And look at how his arms are. Spasms and convulsions. This is no ordinary case of stomachache. He needs a doctor. A few minutes later, a doctor is in hurried consultation with Helen Hendrickson. I can't understand it. The boy's having convulsions. It sounds more like me. Poison. I'll go in and have a look at him. How are you feeling, Billy? Oh, it's just killing me. My stomach's on fire. This is the doctor, Billy. He's going to make you well again. You're examining him very thoroughly, No, I haven't, doctor. Of is that. He's a mighty sick boy. Say, set on his foot. Why, just a little cut, I guess. Why? Get me some alcohol, Miss Hendrickson. He may have lockjaw. Yes, doctor. Uh, are, you, are you sure you haven't eaten anything, Billy? Candy, maybe? <laughs> no. Well, uh, did you feel sick all of a sudden? Playing with the boys in the yard when he suddenly doubled up in pain. Oh. Well, now we'll wash this wound off on his foot. It should be all right. No infection. Healed over perfectly. I wonder. I can't understand it, Doctor. Get my stomach. This boy has every symptom of strychnine poisoning. A doctor worked furiously, but little 
Billy grew steadily worse. His convulsions were becoming acute. The doctor stopped in his labor. I think it's better send for the boy's family. His condition is critical. Billy's mother lived three miles out from the country and had no phone. However, Mac Nelson worked only a few doors from the school. Alvin was sent to get him. Mac! Mac, come over to the school, quick. Billy's been poisoned. He's dying. What? Billy poisoned? Why, well, how ridiculous. Why, he's the healthiest kid in the neighborhood. I know, but he's going to die. Honest, Mac. Wait till I get this apron off. But I'm sure Billy's always careful what he eats. Say, I'll be back in a little while, Ed. Billy's sick. shopping. we got to do something. Better notify the boy's mother and get her here as soon as possible. He ought not to stay here. I'll go and get her right away. Do everything you can, doctor. Everything. We'll be there in about two more minutes, Mrs. Rivers. Oh, poor little Billy. My poor little Billy. Who'd want to poison him? He never did anything to hurt anyone. He must have gotten hold of it by accident. Eaten something he shouldn't. Oh, please hurry, Mac. Please hurry. There's the school up ahead. Now, don't worry, Mrs. Rivers. He'll pull through. He's tough, Billy. He'll pull through all right. Oh, I can't understand it. I can't understand it. I'll help you out. He kissed me goodbye on the cheek this morning like he always does. Nobody would want to hurt Billy. Of course not. Such a swell little fella. Careful of the steps. Is... Is Alvin all right? Seems to be. He's the one who came and told me at the store. Maybe he'll be better when he sees his mother. I hope so, but the doctor said his condition was serious. Here's the door. Oh, oh, oh. Where's my boy? Oh, I must see my boy. I don't know how to tell you, Mrs. Shriven. We aren't too late, are we, Doctor? Oh, no, no. Billy. He was totally unconscious the last few minutes. He died at 12.25. Oh, just oh, Billy. detail of the sheriff's office, make a routine investigation. Yeah, we ought to be able to wrap this case up by five o'clock. How about it, Squeezy? Sure, we'll just make the rounds and that's that. Either his folks have some poison around the house or he's picked up something around the school, some candy or something. Yeah. His 
accidental poisonings don't take long. This is the relief for you to get off liquor cases, isn't it? Order. Of course, ever since repeal's been in the wind, the sheriff's office can kind of quiet. I'll sure be glad when the repeal goes into effect. Yeah, same here. It's caused us nothing but trouble since it was in. And how? Say, maybe you think there aren't a lot of new joints opening up. Getting all ready for the big day. Well, no use bothering them now. Oh, what's the use? Just a matter of days until it's legal anyway. Of course, I wonder what the outcome will be, whether it's the best thing or not. Hard to say. One thing I do know. What's that? The town will go wild for a few days until the newness wears off. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Say, there's the school. Might as well stop there first and learn the details. Yeah, I guess so. Hope we can run this down by five. Oh, that ought to be a thing. Yeah. He said the doctor would wait for us and answer questions. Yeah. It's too bad about this kid. Yeah, he was only 14 years old. Six nine poisoning is a terrible thing. No telling where he picked it up. Well, it won't take us long. It's sort of quiet around here. Yeah. Just the kid's playmates took it kind of hard. Now, there's the principal's office. Doctor ought to be in there. Yeah. Captain Allen? Yes. You the doctor? Yes. I'm glad you got me so quickly. Sit down and I'll tell you all about the case. Got some clear aspects. Okay, shoot. Captain Allen and Deputy Sheriff Sweezy listened to the facts of the case and then departed for Mac Nelson's house, where they expected to find Billy's mother.
Sometimes, when they were early, they'd drop into Mary's. She just lived around the corner from the school, you know. Well, I guess we'd better question her. Where is she? Well, she's in bed. In bed? Yes. You see, as soon as she heard about Billy's death, as soon as she heard, she came right out here. She felt ill, so I put her to bed. Well, can we see her now? I think so. She's feeling better now. She's right in here. Mary, these are two officers from Los Angeles. They've come to investigate poor Billy's death. You feel strong enough to answer some questions. There, we won't be but a minute, Mrs. Nelson. Are these two officers? Did Billy visit your house this morning before he went to school? Yes, he did. The boys often drop in. Did he eat anything while he was there? Why, no. Both boys had had their breakfast. They only stayed a moment. I see. You're sure neither of the boys had anything to eat? They part, Mrs. Nelson. Well, now that I think of it, they, they did have something. Yes? Well, last night, my husband, Mac, brought home some gretches. Billy had some of it this morning. Gretches? Yes. Mac brought it home last night, and, and he and I had some before we went out to a show. And then we had some more before we went to bed. Now, go on. Well, this morning... Mac poured himself a drink of it while I was finishing dressing, and he left it on the sink. Did you drink it? No, Billy and Alvin came in about that time, and they both wanted to taste it. Alvin started it and spit it out. He said it was bitter. I took the swallow, and it was as bitter as gall. What about Billy, Mrs. Nelson? Well, Billy... Billy called us both sissies and, and took the glass up and drank about half of it. Then... Both the boys left. What did you do with that bitter grape juice? Oh, I threw it out. Oh. Uh, <laughs> when did you become ill? I left to go downtown shopping right after the boys left. And, and, and while I was walking down the street, I, I felt suddenly ill and went into a garage. A friend of mine that works there brought me out here to Mother. Two cases of poisoning the same day. You sure this juice wasn't bitter when you drank it the night before? No, quite sure. Could anyone have possibly entered your house during the night and meddled with the grape juice? I don't think so. We, we always locked the house up tight when we go to bed. And I was awake from the time Mac left until the boys came. Mighty funny. But, but who would want to poison us? We haven't any enemies. Oh, well, but somebody certainly must yeah. I believe Mac drank some of that juice. Yes, I'm sure he did because... Because I remember him saying he, he poured himself a drink. And that's why he isn't home or at the store. He's sick someplace, too. Oh, oh, you've got to find him. He may be dying, too. Just like Billy. Now, calm yourself, Miss Nelson. We'll find Mother. him. Mother! Mother! Oh. oh, that's Phyllis, my my other daughter. In here, Phyllis. She's been with Mac. Most of the morning. Mom, Mom, Mac and I have... Oh, Mary, you're here. She's been hunting all over for you. Uh, pardon me, Miss Rivers. Is Mac Nelson with you? No, you see, after Billy passed away, we started to hunt for Mary. He must have just missed her every place we went. Oh. Where's Mac now? Well, he took sick just a little after Billy did and had to be taken to the general hospital in Los Angeles. The general hospital? Oh, Phyllis, he isn't dead, too. Tell me that he's all right. He, he must, must be. Well, they have phoned by now. I stopped at the store and there hadn't been any calls. Well, it looks like our chase leads back to Los Angeles. Come on, Sweezy. Yeah, I'm getting busy. A half hour later, 
Captain Allen and Deputy Sheriff Caesar in the hospital ward talking to Mac Nelson. And you say you tasted the grape juice this morning, Mr. Nelson? Yes, sir. And did it taste better to you? Oh, I know. I took a taste just before I kissed Mary and left for work. I was in a hurry, but around noon I began to feel funny and have stomach pains. Where'd you buy that grape juice? I... Gosh, officer, I don't remember. Think hard. We've got to know where you bought it. Well, I'm afraid I can't help you there. I, I can't remember. Well, it's a wonder to me. Mary and I didn't both die during the night after drinking that stuff. Yeah. By the way, did you come back to the house any time after you left for work? Yeah, twice. Once to see about bring Billy there and once to look for Mary. Yeah, we found a window shelved in as though someone might have entered the house. Did you notice anything out of the way? Oh, no, nothing. I was too excited when I found Mary gone to notice anything. You see, many, many times, Mary has expressed a desire to go out into the hills and die. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid that's what she's done, committed suicide. Oh? Yes, she... See, Mary's been strangely unhappy, and I can't understand it. I've tried to make her happy. I've bought her everything, clothes, and even a new car. Yet she's had despondent spells lately. I wouldn't worry about Mary, Mr. Nelson. Why do you say that? Because Mary's at her mother's, recovering from the effects of some of that drink. Mary's there, she's been sick. Oh, I, I knew it. I had a hunch she drank too much of that stuff. Oh, my God. Well, I guess that'll be all for the present, Mr. Nelson. Thanks for answering our questions. Early the next day, finds the two officers back at Mrs. Rivers, questioning Mary Nelson again. She is much improved. Did you notice anything in the glass of grape juice when you went to drink it, Mrs. Nelson? Well, yes, I did. Something white that looked like grated coconut. Well, that is, I noticed it after I tasted it, and it was bitter. I see. Well, I guess the best thing for us to do is to make the rounds and see if we can find where Mr. Nelson bought the grape juice, hmm? Yeah, that's the next thing. Oh, just a minute. Yes? I'm going to be frank about that grape juice. This time somebody came clean, we've been working in the dark. You see, it wasn't grape juice. It was claret wine. I was afraid to say it because of the prohibition laws. Wine? I see. Yes. Well, you don't need to worry about the prohibition laws. We'll overlook them in this case. You know where your husband purchases it? No, I don't. Well, the next thing to do is to make a check on the wine places and find out where he bought it. And we might also check the drugstore and see if anyone purchased any strychnine lately. The two officers spent the next day in their search. And then, confident they were on the right track, again questioned Mac Nelson, who was still in the hospital. They hoped he might be able to supply the missing link in the chain of evidence. Just a few more questions, Mr. Nelson. That is, if you're able. Oh, I feel better now, thanks. Good. First, I want to know if you've ever bought any poison, any strychnine. Never. How long have you been without your mustache? Oh, a long, long time ago. Why? You loved Billy, didn't you? I'll say I love that kid, always did. And you love your wife, too, don't you? You bet. I'm crazy about her, and she loves me, too. Why? I'll tell you. A man with a little black Charlie Chaplin mustache bought some poison in a drugstore in Covina and signed the register Mac Nelson. He bought strychnine at Claps Drugstore. Furthermore, you said you kissed your wife goodbye the morning Billy died. We happen to know you didn't. And furthermore, 
What did you think when she told you she didn't love you anymore? Say, what are you trying to get at? I did kiss my wife, and she's never told you nor anyone else that she didn't love me. I don't care what you've heard. Mary loves me and is all upset over this tragedy. Perhaps so. Oh, doctor, come here a moment. You were the doctor assigned to this patient, weren't you? Yes. Came here to be treated for poison. And was he poisoned? No. To find no traces of poison. He just started with poison. That's a lie. I was poisoned. I drank that poison grape juice. Claret wine, if you please. What's that? It was wine, wasn't it? Yes. I was afraid of the prohibition laws. Yeah. You'd be sorry. That isn't all you have to worry about. Mr. Lind, come here a minute. Say, what is this? Just keep quiet and you'll find out. Mr. Lind, uh, is this the man who bought the strychnine? Yes, that's him, only shaved off his mustache. Uh-huh. Is there anything you'd like to add, Mr. Nelson? It's all circumstantial evidence. None of it's true. Then perhaps you'll believe it's true when I tell you that your mother-in-law, Mrs. Rivers, has signed a complaint charging you with two counts. One for the murder of her son, Billy, and the other of administering poison to her daughter, Mary. It's not true. Not true. You were insanely jealous of your wife. It's not true. You're making it all up. You're trying to trick me. I hardly think so. You see, Mary told us how she told you she didn't love you anymore the night before Billy's death. Why, she was just kidding. Why, she was just kidding. The next morning when you asked if she meant what she'd said the night before, she said she did. Then you went out in the kitchen and mixed the drink. But Billy drank it instead of Mary. That's so, isn't it? Answer me. That's the truth, isn't it? Sure, that's the truth. Sure, isn't it? Sure, that's the truth. Sure, isn't it? Sure, that's the truth. Sure, I wanted to kill her. So what? Why? I was... was jealous of her. I was afraid she would love somebody else, so... I put strychnine in the wine. She said she didn't love me anymore, so... I tried to kill her. In just a moment, we shall hear the concluding facts on our program. Friends, you have heard it through to life through the full appreciation of each is linked with the other. Your enjoyment of calling all cars is increased by the use of the all cars is increased by the use of the same petroleum product play their part in the courageous battle against crime. Now, Dr. Emerson. Max Nelson entered a plea of guilty 